Listener Production. It's time to get scrumptious with two sexy English muffins. It sounds delicious and it's adorable. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Well, Matt, the dream is over before it began. Why? What happened? Mate, you know, after we talked about it the other day, I mean, we played the little Craig David Seven Days parody on All Day Breakfast the other day. Mm. I thought, this is ripe for a video clip, right? Took the chorus, chucked it up on, on the talk. Started doing some numbers, I noticed as well. You went a bit <laughs> semi-viral. After a very slow start, it was semi-viral. I was getting Sem-vi. up to... Semvi. It was getting up... I got up to 75,000 views. What? Yeah, man. This was getting some real Digimons going on there. Um... Got, it was number one on the hashtag Melbourne Lockdown trending page. We were, it was to the moon. We were going up. Wake up this morning. We have taken your video down. Oh no, a copyright claim. Removed for adult nudity and sexual activity. Wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm a deviant. I am a deviant. How? You saw. You watch I mean, the got, video. You throw your your robe over yourself. You're in your undies very briefly. I was in my undies. I mean, maybe my body was too hot to handle. Or maybe it was, for the very briefest moments, I put up uh, watching Bridgerton on Tuesday. It, Bridgerton, it was a life drawing class, and in the distance, you could see a blurred profile of someone's bottom. No way. Do you, you reckon that was it? It could have been. It was either that or my hot bod. Maybe too many people were having sex to your parody <laughs> song, you know? Carrie <laughs> David does that to people. I've been talk blocked. It's, um, <laughs> and 7,300 likes. It's finally stings, come to an end. Doesn't it? it? It stings your heart. I reckon I'm going to have, I can, I can appeal. Just because you showed the clock's big hand on, um, <laughs> I can, on the screen. Uh, they say, we do not allow sexually explicit or gratifying content on TikTok. Included animated contact. Sexualized content carries many risks. Blah, blah, blah. We do allow exceptions around nudity and sexually explicit content for educational, documentary, scientific, or artistic purposes. What do you reckon? I got a case there? Well, you, you, I mean, people doing it like they do on the Discovery Channel, that's kind of educational. Anyway, we'll see what we could do there. But... um. That's it. Dyson is done. He's and life drawing is artistic. Exactly. I don't know what they expect. I know. Good while it lasted, man. You always have to come up with another parody song. You should do... Um, yeah, but it's also on TikTok. Have you seen the people in bikinis? Have you heard the songs that they have hey, on there? What about, what, about you do, what, are you, what, are you, what about you do a parody of Tevin Campbell? Can we talk? Except you say, can we talk? And, uh, and you just do it nude the whole way through. Can we talk with my bits out? Um, okay, we're going to move on because we actually have good stuff on the show today, including this incredible artist. Oh, look... She's got my vote over a couple of years uh, in the Triple J Hottest 100 and big music countdown. It is Chloe. Absolutely love the songs that she's been dropping. But she's uh, her latest single has taken a different angle and I can't wait to ask her all about the inspiration behind it and, and what's filled her with the confidence to make this change. As well as that, the final drop. That's right. We've had three coin drops so far 
for the Drop That Coin World Championships. If you reckon you're up for the challenge, today is your final chance to get on air. This Friday, it should be heaps of fun. Shall we do it, Maddie? Let's get stuck in. It's Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Alex Dyson, one of the things that I like seeing regularly pop up on uh, the internet is when people realise the nature of the lyrics to the Third Eye Blind song, It's Semi-Charmed Life. <laughs> I mean, that's a great song. That was my alarm back on the old Sony Ericsson circa 2008. That was what woke me up in the morning for quite a while. And did you know the nature of the song? Yes. It's about addiction. Sure is. Someone. Yeah. One of those happy songs, but it's got a little bit of a darker theme, I guess. Well, yeah. I mean, listen to, listen to some of the lyrics. The sky was gold. It was rose. I was taking sips of it through my nose. And I wish I could get back there someplace back there, smiling in the pictures you would take. Doing crystal meth will lift you up until you break. Oh, it actually says that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was, okay. Uh, it couldn't be clearer. <laughs> <laughs> but I say so, it, I guess, really quickly in that section. Yeah, enough for you to like... And it was like, it was like, I mean, I was in primary school or like early high school when that was going on. And there was no like bleeping lines like that or anything, you know, that was no, just all... it was only in Teenage Dirtbag they did that. But it, I guess at the end it's the do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. And it should and be don't-don't-don't. Instead of do-do-do, it's don't-don't-don't. <laughs> yeah, and it certainly shouldn't be meth-meth-meth-meth-meth-meth-meth-meth-meth. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't mean, know whether we can even include that. <laughs> we may well, have to, we I, think, I don't think we're encouraging because even the song says it'll do it until you break. Yes, okay, no, yeah, so please, absolutely. refrain. The reason why I bring it up is because Third Eyes have been in the news recently. (laughs) But not Third Eye Blind. No, no, no. Third Eye Seeing. (laughs) Okay? Because a South Korean industrial designer, Pangmin Wook, has invented... Wook, 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 Wook. Has invented a third eye, all right, that you strap to your head... Mm to prevent what he calls smartphone zombies from walking into things while being focused on their screens. Are you, are you a walker and a texter? Uh, occasionally I will do that, but um, I, try, I try to put it away while I'm walking. I had someone try to walk into me to prove a point recently. Really? You- I, was so, I was so annoyed. Because I'd just gotten off a plane. I'm walking out of the airport. I got my head in my phone. I'm booking an Uber. Yep. I want to get out of this place. Yep. This guy, I, I see him in my top periphery, okay? I see him. I see him gradually veer towards me so that I then, and then I just end up stopping because he's about to walk into me and I look up, right? He doesn't have his head in his phone or anything. He just looks at me and goes, oh, shakes his head and then walks around me. I'm like, <laughs> oh, you you're got, right, mate. Is this a vigilante um, justice maker of any – he walks in the path of people in their phones. <laughs> wow. Phone. <laughs> it's a bizarre type of superhero. I don't know if he's going to get his own Marvel movie anytime soon, but – He's the hero we, we need. The Vera. The Vera. I am the Vera. The Vera Blue. I veer. <laughs> I veer into you. I veer no one. <laughs> but I was, I was very annoyed. Um, but look, Pangmin Wook uh, says this robotic eyeball that you strap to your forehead allows you to browse on your phone and walk injury-free. 
All right. He said he started it as a joke because he hoped people would make people realize the severity of their um, addictions. Right. So he's actually anti. He doesn't want the world to have to have a third eye. He wants them to just look up from their phones. Yeah. But I mean, I kind of think that people will probably start using it. What I thought originally it would be would be that the 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 eye is coming off your forehead, kind of like a unicorn's horn, right? Mm. But then as you're looking on your phone the top half of your screen is showing you where you're walking. I thought that's sure. kind of maybe it would partition your screen like that. Like the reversing in, camera on a, on a car. Exactly. And yeah. do you know what? When you start doing that, have you got a reverse camera on your car? No, just got the beeps. Bro, ever since I got one of those things, if I ever try and reverse without a camera anymore, I'm like, how the hell did people do this? <laughs> well, the cool, like, <laughs> the cool one is um, I got a friend who's got a car that, on the screen, it ha- it has cameras sort of on the roof and the car, it has an above thing. Remember the very yes. first GTA game? <laughs> yes, so it looks like, yeah. And you can see where the sides of the cars are you when you're going in and everything. Everything yes. around the car and it's just right? like, it's incredible technology. That, imagine if that's what the third eye did on your phone. Yeah. You just looked at your phone and you looked at yourself as if you were the little man on GTA 1 yeah. walking around. But it's sort of like creating a problem and selling the solution rather than you could just put your phone away and use your eyes to look where you are in life. Look, so what what this thing does is it, it doesn't show you where you're walking. It just beeps when mm. you become uh, within two meters of an obstacle. Gotcha. All right. So Mr. Pang said this look, this is the look of future mankind with three eyes. So he believes that this is, you know, this is what we will look like one day. Mm. Um, and he's trialed the device around Seoul. He uses a gyro sensor to measure the angle of the user's neck. And as you lower your head, <laughs> then it's then it activates. So it's not activating all the time. It's only when you look down, the, the, the eye goes, uh-oh, better open. Yep. Boink. And then starts beeping away. But I'm, I'm into it. I think it's as good as until we actually develop a third eye. Yeah. Well, I think I was ho- hopefully from then we need to get a fourth eye because we don't know what's coming up behind us when we're doing that. Nothing's ever coming up behind us, man. I mean, I, you know, I don't think we need a fourth eye from behind. What if you're going to be attacked by like a wolverine or something from behind? And you need a the only thing you need a fourth eye for is magpies swooping. Yeah, well there you go, (laughs) fourth eye. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) They don't come from the front. The magpies. Okay, now fair call. We do need a fourth eye. I'm not sure how many magpies they've got in Seoul, but I tell you what, if you're using your third eye around here, there's you'd turn it around. Do you (laughs) know what else you need? Do you know what else you need? A third ear, so I can still listen to music. And order coffees from the cafe. <laughs> well, also you could listen to the Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast meeting while ordering a burrito, <laughs> as we've had multiple times in our off-air get-togethers. Well, let us know if you needed a third eye at any stage. Maybe you've tumbled into a uh, into the shopping centre fountain, we get the um, fourth- fallen down some steps. I think we need, then we need the fourth eye for the magpies at the back. And then I reckon there's room for a fifth. Because I reckon we need an eye at all times looking down in front of us for the dog poos. I know. I look at, I look for, yeah. you know what, teaching Sophia, she doesn't understand the dangers oh, of dog poo. No, I tell you no what. No care in the world. You, you have to, you turn like 10 before you start understanding <laughs> the severity of this situation. I know. And it, it, you've never, you only start getting the awareness once you've had to, you know, get the stick and start getting through the ridges <laughs> of the, of the, <laughs> of the shoes. So uh, fifth eye, well, Oh, if you got any ideas for the sixth or seventh <laughs> eye, let us know what we need. Uh, Matt.n.alex. 
Producer Bron, what did you just say to me? I just said I, I wouldn't pick you as a cat person. Well, how about <laughs> that? How about how did, that, how did this Meadow come Kine? up? Were you guys talking about that? Because I only just stepped in the room and you guys, you were in a, in a half Alex Dyson. Well, I was in a half, but Bron was just saying, what have you been doing during lockdown? And I'm like, oh, not much. And Bron said, you got to lock down pets. And I'm like, the convenience of not having a pet at this time in my life absolutely trumps having a pet and the love and affection you would get. I mean, you got the food, you got the cleaning, you've got the needing to get back home and check on them, you've got the hair, you got the smells. For me, at the moment, I'm taking I'm taking my freedom. Do you know what? Actually, this is this ties into something I was talking to Naz Campanella, um, ABC news journalist, um, vision impaired. Uh, and Naz, we were discussing like w- the difference between having a like a cane and a dog. Yeah, because I, you know, because I, I wasn't sure. I was like, why do why do some blind people have dogs? Why do some blind people have walking sticks? And um, and she was sort of discussing. We just had this big discussion about well, it's like if you have a, a guide dog, you have to look after it <laughs> all the time, and it's not even that you just have to look after it, like. You have to go home at night, mm-hmm. you know. You can't just go somewhere else. You can't like, oh, I'm going to go out tonight. Like you have to go with the dog and be with the dog and make sure it's okay and all this sort of stuff. So it's, pets are just this endless, endless sort of like um, mm. vacuum of your attention. And don't even get me started on kids. <laughs> I was going to say, lucky you, lucky you don't have one of those at your house <laughs> or otherwise you'd be distracted a lot. Um, but no, Bron, not a cat person, not a dog person, but Matt, you, you threw out a bit of an accusation towards me or an accusation or an an assumption. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've known each other for a long time and I know that you don't, you know, I know that you're up here on, on our previous radio station where you were always defending the dog people. Cause I'd have a, I'd have a red hot go at dogs. You know, you know, I don't, you know, I don't like them. All right, and I'm happy to tell every single dog out there that yeah. you're not for me right now, okay? But you would always be like, oh, hold on, hold on. You've got to be nice to dogs. That's because you were pandering to all the outrageous dog people who, might I add, dog people are the Trump supporters of the pet world. Okay? Okay. Absolutely cannot right. be told. All right. There's cannot, a difference between. Cannot be educated. That's what I'll say. They cannot be educated. Okay. There is a difference between saying, I don't mind dogs, but I prefer cats, and getting on radio and saying the dog lovers are the Trump supporters of pet owners. All right. There is a you very pro- large difference prove me wrong. between. So that. what I said, so what I was going to say is. Whoa. That you, I think, I think, and I meant, I really mean this. I'm not having any go. I think you're a secret fish guy. Not a cat person, not a I dog person. A, I I'm think a, you're a fish guy and you don't know it. I'm a fish fella. Yeah. Look, I don't think I am a fish fella because we did have fish growing up. We did have a, two fish as mm. pets. I called my fish Jaws. And oh, cute. it was very cool for a while. Did you, did you go like this? Yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. But... Sort of like, oh man, it's it's tough with like, I mean, indoor house plants I have trouble enough with and it's the overwatering of them, overfeeding the fish. You've got to be very careful. And also cleaning a fish tank. I mean, when you're in there scrubbing algae, you've just got to have yeah. a real 
good long. Did you have the little magnet yourself. brushes that you that you guide along the? No. Yeah. See, my next door neighbors had those to clean out their reptile tank. <laughs> Whoa! The reptile crew. Yeah, that's it. And collecting reptiles next door, blue well, tongue lizards. I thought about snakes. that because you know, cat and dog people. It's it's really a a binary question. You could almost say there's two types of people in this world, but there's not because you're right. There are fish people. There are lizard people. There are snake people. There are snake snake dudes. There are bird gals. And so we wanted to ask you, are you one of them? Are you are you not a dog person, not a cat person, but you have a different pet? Are you a guinea pig guy? Mm. Maybe you're a uh, a tapir <laughs> type monger. <laughs> You'd probably use fishmonger if you're going <laughs> okay. with a monger. <laughs> <laughs> Please let us know. Not dogs, not cats. We want something else. What kind of person are you? What kind of pet person are you? Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. All day breakfast. Okay, Matt O'Kind, very excited right now to be chatting to one of my favourite new artists at the moment, hit after hit so far. Cannot wait to have a chat to the person responsible for this song. Amongst other absolute tuna mornays, it is Chloe joining us right now. G'day, Chloe. Hey, guys, how are you? So good. Look, you've had a bit of a week, though, haven't you? <laughs> yes, it's been a week. All right. Well, events to us. Come on. <laughs> well, um, in the middle of my headline tour and two shows got cancelled this weekend, oh. which was great. Great news. I feel like I can't complain, though, because I don't actually live in Melbourne, so I'm not in lockdown. But it was pretty It was pretty awful, though. We arrived in Adelaide and um, for, for an Adelaide show and we're told to go home because... We were in um, Melbourne two weeks ago for my Melbourne show. Right. So you managed to do your Victorian show. You're only here for a little bit, but the fact that you'd uh, just grazed Melbourne on your way through this national tour, Adelaide said no, no. Yeah, I'd honestly grazed. Like it was two weeks to the day that I landed in Adelaide and I'd left at like 6 a.m. two weeks prior. It was um, was 10 a.m. when we landed and they were like, well, it's still the same day. (laughs) I was like, what? No. (laughs) Yeah, it was honestly the worst. It was so horrible. So you couldn't do your show in Adelaide? No, and not Adelaide and then Perth. I couldn't do Perth the next night either. That's so oh devastating. And particularly, like, you've landed there, yeah. so you've spent the money on the flights. You really can't change them to later or something like oh, that. Was it the, just the even worse about there. worse and worse? Yeah, yeah, the costs do not end there. It's like, you know, flights, accommodation, um, transfers, band fees, just everything. It's it's um, it's. Do you want me to tell you, like, the worst thing about it? Oh, sure, <laughs> if, we, if you're we, up to it. It gets, it gets worse. It gets worse. So we applied for an exemption as soon as the like the police were like, you have to leave right now. And I was like a, a mess. I was like, no, I can't go. Like it was so embarrassing. <laughs> Luckily I had my mask on. Um, and anyway, so we applied for an exemption. Uh, and um, so, so basically to let me stay and do the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but my flight was at 4.30 in the afternoon. So we had like all day to wait for this exemption to come through. Oh. <laughs> and didn't come through, didn't come through. 
like boarding my flight, the email comes through that I was approved for exemption. No. <laughs> no. So you're so on you- the plane yeah. taxiing yeah. away yes. from Adelaide and they taxiing go, yep, you're away. good to go. Yeah, they're like, you're sweet to stay. I was like, sick one. Oh, oh no. no. You couldn't get off? <gasps> No, because like the venue had already cancelled it. They told their staff. Like we'd already we had about yeah. ten pieces of luggage for like um for the actual show, like all of our equipment that was already on the plane. Like it was just it was it was it wasn't a, an option. But oh man, anyway. Chloe, that's devastating. And it's sort of like I've been thinking about and having conversation with people. Like COVID's been devastating yeah. for the music industry in general. Yeah. But yeah, for someone amazing. like yourself who was sort of come <laughs> like trying to make a name for themselves, and you know you're quite new, yeah, really. and you're a few songs coming out and this is your sort of first headline tours and everything. It must be particularly yep. tough to that these wheels spin a little bit rather than getting that traction. Yeah, it's like you try create momentum, mm. um, or like organic momentum and um, stuff like this just really slows it down. And, you know, not that it was already hard enough with everything going on, like it, it really does slow a lot of it down. Um, and that's pretty deflating. It's Yeah, it's pretty deflating because, like, as you said, it costs a lot of money um, and time. Um, but you know what? I, I don't know. I just have to – everyone's going through it. Everyone's going mm-hmm. through it. Everyone's on the come up. Everyone's trying their hardest. Everyone's putting out music, like more music than ever because that's all we can do right now. Yeah. Um, so, you know, everyone's just focusing on streaming as opposed to like tours and stuff like that. So there's so much music coming out. But, yeah, everyone's in the same boat. So, you know, I could I can like woe is me as much as I want. And I did have a pity party that day. <laughs> but uh, like the next day I was like, all right, bitch, get out, out of this. Let's go. Well, look, we're so um, glad that you are um, releasing more music, you know, uh, the latest no, single Cry and Drive has already been stuck in, uh, you know, my head and Alex Dyson's head, um, you know, from the second we uh, press play on it. Absolutely loving it. As I am such a huge fan of uh, some of your previous songs as well, 12 Steps. um, Thank you. Show Me. a bit of a different vibe. Show You, sorry. Um, I I voted for that in my Hottest 100. You did? Devil You Know is my favourite, Chloe. I'm a huge fan. You You guys like the pop... You guys like the pop tunes. I love it. I, yeah. yeah, and uh, yeah, I definitely, I definitely love what you do. And so, uh, but cry and dry. It's a little bit of a different angle than some of the other it things is. that you know. There's, it's a bit more solemn, I guess, to this yeah, song. Yeah, definitely solemn. Yeah, melancholy. It is. Yeah. Oh, very, very melancholy. Yeah, it's like it's a bit more organic than a lot of the stuff that I put out. It still kind of has that. Um, darker tone to it but it's yeah it's it's quite melancholy like I felt super lost last year and I think a lot of artists did as well and and I kind of wanted to portray that in the song I didn't really want to put out a song and just act like everything was fine because it wasn't mm. um and it kind of still I mean <laughs> from the beginning of our conversation it still isn't but um yeah I don't know I wanted to put that into a song and I'd never really taken that angle before like you know as you said a lot of the songs are kind of pop um you know, they're quite, quite I mean, some of them hard. seem to be, yeah, they're sexy. There's like yep, yep, um, a really confident energy about them. Yep. Um, yeah, and then, no, yeah, this one's um, a different angle. Yeah, it's a different angle. And I think it's really, I don't know, I wanted to to show all sides of me. Is it and nerve-wracking? I'm struggling as well. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really nerve-wracking, especially showing a side like that because you have nothing to hide behind like I don't know I love I love my project because I can you know the aesthetics is a huge part of it like the costume and the hair and the makeup and you know the shows like lighting that's all you know makes up who I am but this song like strips it all away um which is quite terrifying 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, it would be rough to talk about in interviews like this as well, Chloe, but I guess yeah. the good side of it is you get to celebrate the incredible person who inspired it. Can you tell us a little bit about, yeah, about that person? Yeah, yeah. So I wrote it um, just after my grandma passed last year um, and she was my biggest fan, like like hands down biggest fan, just <laughs> so, so proud of me. Um, and did she, I, did, she, did she like some of that, some of the stuff you're releasing is pretty... Okay, so it's funny to say that she it's was pretty, more into yeah, it than no. my parents. Oh, well, right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Grandparents can be like that. That's awesome, no, so yeah. She, she's Canadian um, and she was so, like, brutally honest, like the most brutal. Like my parents had trouble, like, sitting with some of the songs I'd written and but she was, she was, she loved it, like absolutely loved them. She, she, like, she... Yeah, I don't know. I we connected on on that level, and oh, I always good. knew that. Yeah, like I remember before I showed Mum Twelve Steps, I showed her first, and she was like, "Oh, darling, it's just great. You know, it's just perfect." Like she she like <laughs> nothing fazed her. Like absolutely. And Mum, on the other hand, wasn't really that reaction, but like she, yeah, she was she was super into all well, my what was, songs. What was your Mum's reaction? Um. It, it was more like a silent reaction. <laughs> Less words. <laughs> yeah. The old, are you sure you want to release this <laughs> to the public? Yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't as bad as Tough Love, like my first song I put out, but it was still, it was, it was still along the lines. <laughs> yeah, well, you're doing so well. Like the song is incredible and doing so well, being able to talk Thank about you. it. And yeah, to make that connection, I'm sure many people have gone through the same thing as well, so can totally relate. Yeah. And the song is so good and, and it is, you know, you've managed to make it so... Um, uh, traverse a few different things. It could be about anything um, when it comes to comes to being upset in the, in the car. But I tell you what, yeah. have the people making teenage movies hit you up yet? Because I can just imagine <laughs> it just being coming in at that <laughs> yeah. perfect moment in the film. Have you had the big directors on the phone, Chloe? What's been happening there? No, no, I'm working on it. I I, I hear what you say. They're like, it's got that coming of age vibe. Yes. Where, 500 where days of summer. It's in, you know, all of these things. Definitely. <laughs> oh, my God. No, you're so right. It's like when they've jumped in their car and they're like driving away. Tears driving away from their, their one chance, you yeah. know. Or their... <laughs> and their one true love, the only true exactly. love. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no, I'm working on it, though. We've got to get that thing. <laughs> got to pay for this tour somehow. <laughs> exactly right. Recoup a bit of that Adelaide money yes. um, coming oh through. Well, Chloe. Look, we cannot thank you enough for joining us here on All Day Breakfast. Um, just confirming, the show's this weekend going ahead in Sydney and Newey? Yes, they're all going ahead. So I'm actually doing Sydney Friday night. Um, and actually good news came through today. Both shows are being pushed together because um, oh. the capacity is being um, increased. So I don't know oh, if awesome. it's 6 p.m. and 9 p.m., which is sick. Um, and then Adelaide on Saturday. So we've rescheduled it, so I'm oh. going back. <laughs> Taking the flight so back. Fingers crossed, hey? <laughs> yeah, we're wishing and you all the best Yui for that on one. Sunday. And Newey um, on Sunday. Oh, cool. It'll be a guys. massive weekend for you then, Chloe. Yeah. We wish you all the best. Congratulations on that. And I guess within this thing, you're saying more music than ever. What, what's what's next up the sleeve? What are we going to be uh, looking forward to after this? Next up the sleeve is, and I say this with, like, hand on heart, is probably one of my favourite songs I've ever <gasps> written. And I've been, mm. I've been, try, I've been like trying to get this song out for so long and, and the label and my team are like, you know, we want to put it out the right time, right time, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, after, after hearing um, like Olivia Rodrigo's album and kind of having that like rock 
element-ish, I was like, okay, I'm going for it. I don't even care. So it's it's like it's one of my favourite songs I've ever written. So that's coming quite soon, which, oh. is, which is really exciting. Well, yeah. that is exciting. I absolutely cannot wait. As you said, we're massive oh, fans. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're so inspired by what you do and hopefully we'll continue to do. Oh, thank you so much. No worries. Shout out to you if you're checking out Chloe this weekend or if you want to uh, be the first to hear that new music, uh, make sure you're following Chloe on Spotify, C-X-L-O-E. Chloe, it's been a pleasure. We'll catch up to you next time. Thanks, guys. Can you feel the tension in the air? Is that what that is? That is the sound. It is... 100 grams of red hot tension. As we enter the final day, the final coin drop for this week's Dropped Out Coin World Championships, uh, something that started out as a, I guess if it was in soccer terms, it would be a friendly, and now it's turned into the World Cup, Matt kind through sheer demand. 100 grams of tension, that's... That's that doesn't even sound like legal amounts of tension. <laughs> I feel like we could get done in an anom sting. Anom sting. <laughs> I'm I'm being kind of you know up to date with well, what's going on in the news. <laughs> Alex Dyson, people getting arrested, etc. Anyway, don't please don't come finding me. Uh, me poking fun at gang warfare. But anyways, <laughs> am I, I going to get in trouble? It's just a joke, guys. I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> so if if Ron you do knows. come for Matt O'Kine, leave me out of it because you know I the am big, oblivious. The big, the big gangland sting that happened a couple of days ago, reality TV stars involved, bikies, gang members. I mean, if, if it wasn't in Escape to the Chateau, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> All right, so let's just move on and let you know that it has been a big week here at All Day Breakfast. We have dropped three coins thus far and we've got one more to drop. If you identify all four of them, you're going to be in the grand final tomorrow, the World Championships of Drop That Coin. And I tell you what, if you've missed it, do not fret because we've got your recap all the way up to today, the last three days for you right here. Championship. Three coins. Oh, my God. Three sounds that could take you to glory if you combine all three and add what is about to happen here on All Day Breakfast, Matt O'Kine. That is coin drop number four. Are you ready? (laughs) Drop it. Drop it up. Matt, you've got a coin in your hand right now. You're about to drop it. Uh, We want you to have a listen and add it to the three you've already identified with your currency-sensitive ears. Um, Then let us know on matt.and.alex what all four coins were. Which denomination are we talking? Okay. Uh, If you get all four correct, you're in the final tomorrow and you'll be taking out the biggest pies pack we've ever seen here at All Day Breakfast. Okay. Alongside the glory of being the Drop That Coin world champion. 
hundred percent. Now here we go. Oh, you got to drop it straight away. Well, what? I mean, we can't draw it out. This feels like an episode of Entertainment Tonight. The amount <laughs> you're drawing things along. Come on, let's get dropping. Well, you got to keep the tension up. Got to keep the tension up. Okay, you got your mic turned up. So ready. I'm, I'm leaning forward so I can, because my mic's all the way at the desk level. Pitch okay. side right now. On three. Drop that coin. One, two, three, drop. Whoa. Coin. What did that sound like to your ears? I heard it. Did that it, sound like glory? And I immediately thought of a coin. That's, I mean, but I've been playing this game for a long time. That's why I'm in the commentary box here today. They get the, <laughs> the good past players to come in and commentate the drops. Uh, please add that to your quiver. Uh, one, two, three, four. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Okay. Send us a message. We do want the order. We want the exact order that they came in, okay? Uh, send us a message by 12 p.m. today. That's Thursday, the 10th of <laughs> June, 10th Australian of June. Eastern Standard Time. So if you're in Perth, all right, uh, you got to be getting it by 9 a.m. If you're in Greenwich, I think you got to subtract another eight hours or something from that. I never um, know. It's either tomorrow or yesterday. I can't <laughs> tell. Now, uh, please get it in. And we, you could be chatting to us tomorrow and taking out the glorious title of Drop That Coin World Championships. Oh, Matt, um, it's gone up to 150 grams of tension. <laughs> so nervous. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to be talking to a world first tomorrow on tomorrow's show. And it could be you. If yeah. you believe in yourself. Imagine if you were the world's first gold medalist at the Olympics. All right? Just imagine that. This is exactly how it happened. Someone would have said, Oi, race you from here to here. <laughs> and they would have been like, Why? And it's like, Why not? <laughs> and that's why we're, we're crowning a world champion of Drop That Coin. Why not? Exactly it right. It could be you. Drop That Coin. World Championship. So, get your wax out of your... Out of your get the wax out of your... Get the wax out of your... Oh, my God. <laughs> I think he's trying to say get the wax out of your ears. Get the frog out of your throat. <laughs> and text us, Alex. Send us a DM with your guesses. We'll chat to you tomorrow. Massive thanks to Chloe, by the way. Yeah. Absolute legend. Chloe! Woo! Catch you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Listener.